This is the podcast about the meaning of concepts in business. So good morning, everyone. I'm very happy today to welcome all of our listeners again. And once again, I have a wonderful, amazing guest today, Carolina Boves Yames. She is the expert or the specialist in technologies and innovation in hospitality business. We haven't had anyone from hospitality business as far as I remember. So Carolina, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Really nice to be here. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. How are you doing this morning? tired <laughs> it's friday yeah friday exactly no, <laughs> yes. no I'm, I'm doing good i'm doing great i'm doing okay, great thank good. you not a problem so yes as i said you know it's uh, uh we haven't had anyone from this kind of you know field so it's very interesting plus i think when i when, when i was reading uh the the title let's say of yours we have these very interesting uh, keywords there technology innovation hospitality so we're going to identify how all of these three keywords let's say are related how they are combined mm -hmm. and how do you find, find yeah. balance between all i mean all three of them so we're going to talk about that. But before, maybe you should, like, could you just tell us a bit about what you're doing and, and how did you end up in hospitality business overall? Yeah, I love the hospitality industry. I've been, I worked, I, I've been studying tourism for the past 15 years. And to be honest, I don't know why I decided to follow this path. I just love traveling. So I was like, okay, let's study that. <laughs> And uh, once I started within the hotel industry, I just fall in love with it. I love speaking with people. I love traveling. I love meeting new people, new cultures and everything. So obviously I started as a receptionist, which helped me a lot how to read the emotions of the other person. You know, when you have it in front of you, it's, it's like if, when, you, when you work in the service industry in yeah. general, not only a hotel, you, you get some some cues and you learn how to speak and how to behave depending on who you have in front of you mm -hmm. and that leads to the business part of the hospitality industry and obviously as the time went by you know technology disrupt everything and I was like okay well I need to learn how to work with this because this is going to be the future mm -hmm. so I started investigating this and that's why I'm here <laughs> That's very interesting when you said that, uh, and then eventually technology came and disrupted everything in the business. So yes. that that's a cool word. Tell tell me what what do you mean by that? What, why 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 do you why do you see that as a disruption? I see it as a disruption, especially in the hospitality field, because aren't we supposed to be the industry that receives people and you know receive guests and treat them right and you know show them around and everything. But now we have chat box mm -hmm. and now we have self-checking machines. And, you know, so I was like, okay, this is quite complicated. We need to find the balance in here. And not only that, I mean, obviously I'm speaking about the customer point of view, but we've seen the industry as well. You know, we have revenue management systems that gives us the best rate or the proper rate that we have to sell our hotel, you know, like, depending on the demand that we have and you know these kind of things and you're like okay there, there's new technology coming in all the time and I need to be able to work with it I mean obviously I'm looking at it from a hospitality point of view but this happens in every single field 
and you're not going to be able to stop the progress. None of us is going to be able to stop the progress. So we, we need to adapt. And that's basically what I'm trying to do. And every day I'm learning new things and every day a new technology is coming in and artificial intelligence and machine learning and, and you know, robots. And I'm like, okay, you know. Yeah, I think that that's something, you know, I think in a way it's inevitable in all kinds of spheres, I guess, you know, it's, it's yeah. all of us are somehow affected or a lot affected by this thing. And of course, when we think about the future, then we imagine that it's always, it's going to become even more automatized uh, IA or whatever, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's there, but maybe before we speak about this kind of thing, like, how do you feel, do you feel that this, um, let's say the, the automatization of, of uh, hospitality business, did it help it? How did uh, hospitality business benefit from that at all? Did it or not at all? Well, on one hand, yes, it helped mm -hmm. a lot because, you know, you see it, when you go to a hotel and you see it from a guest point of view, you think that a, a job for a recept from a receptionist is just really simple. They just receive guests, give them the key, and that's it. But behind the scene, it's much more complicated than that because you need to check uh, whether the room is clean or not, if the invoice is correct, if you're providing the correct services and yeah. you're putting in the room the correct amenities and everything. Mm -hmm. So it did help in the way of we are able to process complex data and break it down so we can actually operate with them and provide a better service. But at the same time, we are reaching a point that is also disrupting the way that we are doing business as well, mm -hmm. because you know that are, we, we, we are creating technology that is taking away the human to human interaction as well. Mm -hmm. So, Depends on who you ask. They're going to tell you one thing and they're going to tell you a different thing. I'm obviously pro-technology because I work in this field and I'm pro-technology. But at the same time, I'm seeing, you know, some disruption that I'm like, we really need to stop and think. Like, mm -hmm. this is not just only, let's create technology just for the sake of, of creating it. And then we don't deal with the problems or, the, or with the disruption afterwards. No, you know, it's about, trying and failing trying and failing trying and failing yeah for sure i mean it's all about that it's like it's a process so 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 yeah this is what i what i kind of get from you is that and this is what i you know at the beginning of, the, of, of the, our meeting i said that we have this um kind of oxymoron i guess you know we have the the technology yes. and we have hospitality for me the word itself hospitality it's just something that you know you immediately think about the interaction between a person yes. with another person you know i need some help they ask me questions i give them my information whatever you know so it's, yes. it's all about the interaction and then we have that tech thing you know in, in yes. front of it uh, innovation is fine but tech is something that all right so how much interaction does it have so this is what she's speaking about about this disruption waste like there's no interaction or yes. the amount of it decreases right Decreases a little bit, yes. There are some other technology that is going to help us a lot. For example, let, let's say a housekeeper, okay? Yeah. Let's say that we we already have vacuum cleaners, like automatic vacuum cleaners, like robots. We already have that. We can implement that in a hotel. But what happens when a robot finds a wine stain, for example? The robot is not going to be able to know how to clean that. You're, you're going to need a housekeeper to go there and say, oh, it's a wine stain. Yeah. You have to clean it this way, <laughs> you know. So we obviously can automate some things, but we cannot automate everything. You're still going to need a housekeeper. And it's the same with the receptionist. You can have 
and you can do a self-checking from your mobile phone. That's easy. You just put your information in there and that's everything. And you can even go to the hotel, just press a button and they give you a key card. That's fine. But what happens when you have a problem? Who are you going to speak with? Mm-hmm. Like you're going to need somebody there anyway. Because, you know, as humans, we crave human interaction as well, especially if you're traveling and you need help because you don't understand the language or you don't understand the culture or, or something. You're going to need somebody there. So I think that from a hospitality point of view, we are going to need to start thinking about how to adapt. Mm-hmm. Like we are not going to be able to stop the chatbot or stop the robots. But how can we adapt? You know, we don't want to lose the job. None of us wants to lose our jobs. So we probably need to start thinking about, okay, I have all this, right? I need to adapt. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, some jobs are going to be lost in the hospitality Mm -hmm. industry, but at the same time, technology is going to create more jobs in the hospitality industry. Jobs that probably we don't even know today. So we are right now trying to find that balance. Like there's technology that is going to help us a lot. And there's technology that is currently helping us a lot, like the revenue management system that I, that I told you about, which are being used everywhere, airlines, hotels, everywhere. So we always try to say like the best rate that we can, you know, but that, that's helping a lot. But at the same time, when we speak about human interaction, we need to find the balance there. Mm-hmm. So it's it's basically, you know, I, I sometimes think about it. I mean, humanity has gone through the phases. Yes, we had different in, in revolutions, you know, industrial. Yeah. We had the, the different kinds of, you know, technology has been creeping up on us, you know, throughout the ages. Yeah. And uh, we always had, people always had this kind of fear that, okay, so how is going to affect me? How is going to affect my life, my job, my well-being and everything else? And it seems now when we look back in a way, when we look back, you know, into like history, we think that, all right, so people survived, people, as you said, they adapted, they found the balance in a yeah. way, you know, but um, in a way there's still, it's it's still, I mean, that we still see that a human being still survives. So it's basically, it's, it's the strongest or the ones who are willing to adapt, the ones who are willing to cooperate and to yes. be in assistance, let's say, or, or you know, the ones who are working together with technology, yes. they're perfectly fine. I mean, it seems like it, doesn't it? Like, what, what's your, do you think that that's how it's going to be in the future? Or we're just, we're just going to give up basically and just let it. No, I don't think we're, I, I, I don't think a human being is, you know, we never give up. Yeah. That's why we are here. I mean, that's why we survived, because we never gave up. And I don't think we're going to give up. But it's true that our way of thinking should change a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say, for example, when you're when you're dealing with somebody, I mean, we we knock the human to human interaction that we do it wonderfully. Like when we are face to face, not when we are on social media with, you know, without saying our real name. I mean, in real life. All right. The human to human interaction. We nail that. But now we have to communicate human to machine, machine to human sometimes. So that's something that we need to learn how to do, you know, how to, you know, and in every single field, like if you have, let's say, if you're an expert on whatever you are, you know, an anthropologist, for example, Mm -hmm. um, you're not talking human to human. Now you need to be able to take all your knowledge, break it down to be able to communicate with a computer so the computer can communicate with another human. Or you need to break down all your knowledge 
and use a specific keyword so an engineer is able to understand that so can translate that in the language for a computer. Mm -hmm. So then the computer can speak with another human. So it's like something that it was really simple, like the human to human interaction. We are complicated. <laughs> I mean, we are like, let's just make it difficult. <laughs> so so that's, that, that's one of the things that we need to learn and, and you know, how to adapt, how to change our way of communicating as well, because we are not communicating with another human now. We are communicating with a computer and we need to be able to make that computer communicate with someone else, you know, and that's hard. It's hard. And I think that, don't you think that when, when we speak about the use a very good, you know, kind of this keyword again, the, the communication issue here. Uh, and yes, I mean, I, as a consumer, as a customer, I, for example, when I have to communicate with the chat boxes or anything, uh, it annoys uh, the crap out of me. I mean, I, I, I can't. I, I yeah, just, me too. <laughs> you want something quickly you have an issue and they're just you know asking you these questions so you yeah. feel like okay I can't do that because you don't get me so that's something yes I understand that you know we have to work on that in order to make the chat box I guess more comprehensible like a more empathetic in a way yeah but do you feel that okay so in order to do that in order for us to teach or to adapt as human beings to adapt to technology and to to learn how to work with it where does it start this whole communication thing doesn't it start let's say for example you work in in hospitality business doesn't it start and at that you know the the the, the managerial level or at the you know your your as as the group of people you know who are working in this business doesn't it start yeah. there that first of all you have to learn how to communicate between each other what do you want to communicate to the customer exactly. things like that like doesn't it start there and how do you work with that it does it mm -hmm. does it does start there I mean, it, obviously, I can give you the example of the revenue management system because mm -hmm. I, I worked as a revenue manager before. A revenue manager receives a lot of information and is managing a lot of information, like mm -hmm. how, the demand that I have, how many reservations do I have from one day to the other, at what rate did they buy that from, from where they came from. They came from booking.com, Expedia, mm -hmm. direct from our website, telephone. So with all that information and more information that I'm not saying, but a lot of you know information, we had to input all that on an Excel spreadsheet. And we are like, and we spent literally the first mm -hmm. revenue manager, which they started, I think, in the 80s or 90s in the US. The only thing that they did the whole day was mathematics mm -hmm. and really analyzing the stuff. And they spent mm -hmm. more, most of their time was spent inputting information in an Excel spreadsheet. So obviously with the time they were like why don't we create a machine that just gives us this information mm -hmm. because we need to stop and think i don't want to spend the whole day inputting information somewhere i just want a machine to give me that information so i can create the strategy and implement it that and implement that strategy yeah so that that's how it starts that specific field but obviously there are some other fields, like for example, when we speak about uh, chat box. Mm -hmm. Yes, it kind of start here in the hospitality industry. We need communication experts because, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, a chat box right now is not able to read emotional cues. Yeah. Because you can say, if you, when you're speaking with somebody, you can say, I want to cancel my reservation. Or you can say, I want to cancel my reservation. You know, you can exactly, scream. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and a chat box 
is not able to read that cue. You can maybe say to the chat box, if they tell you three times that they want to cancel the reservation, please, please, please just automatically send it to someone sure. that can actually speak. <laughs> but right now we didn't reach that level. Mm -hmm. We will get there, obviously, but it's not only something about the hospitality industry. We are gonna need anthropologists. We are gonna need psychologists probably. Very we are gonna need so mm -hmm. sociologists. So it's minorities from different fields creating something that works for a majority. Not for everybody though, mm -hmm. for a majority. So a yes, it takes a village. Yeah, it takes a village, yeah. And then we have the engineers and they are gonna be the ones who are gonna be you know, inputting all this information that the different fields and the different experts are telling them that they need to do. It takes a village, you know, it kind of starts somewhere, but at the end of the day, it requires different fields, different experts, mm -hmm. different information. It requires a lot. It's not just, you know, writing programming language and that's it. But that's again, that's I think that this is the core core message that you're kind of sending, you know, or or, or articulating is that. You know, nowadays we kind of start with, well, I mean, maybe there's a myth, let's call it a myth or something lingering that, right, so, you know, we have the futures in the programmer's hands, you know, that they're the ones who are, you know, doing, they're the ones who are going to be creating, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And then you've mentioned such an important thing because, yes, I mean, we want this artificial intelligence to communicate with us and we want to communicate with it. So we have to train it, we have to teach it, we have to program it. Yeah. However, it's not only the programmers who are responsible for that. For not at all. Make it happen, but it's all about the other, you know, the the, the other people, yes. in the professions who also know how to deal, who interact, and how to communicate with a person. Exactly. So that's I think that that's a very strong message, saying that that's you know kind of again destroying that 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 myth that nobody like other professions or anyone is going to disappear because you're not going to be needed. Oh. There you not go. at all. Yeah, not you at all. The cooperation, you know. The, the... Yeah, you need cooperation. I mean, the engineers are, are great to translate one language mm -hmm. from one language to the other. But an engineer needs to understand how something works. And you cannot have an engineer that is expert in communication, that is expert in the tourism industry, that is expert yeah. in... You can't. I mean, you can't be... Ex you, you just can't be expert in some specific, you know, something. Mm -hmm. But let's say, let's say, let's put the example of a kitchen, all right? Mm -hmm. So the algorithm is like the recipe, which is, which then has to be translated. So everybody can read the recipe, okay? Mm -hmm. So an, an engineer can read that recipe, but someone like the chef has to be there to say to the engineer, listen, you're reading the recipe, but be careful with this, 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 and this. So the chef is giving the recipe to the engineer so the engineer can cook. It, that's, that's the simple, the simplest, I mean, of course, I'm trying to give you an example that it's, you know, understandable for everybody, but that's basically what it is. I mean, the future is not in the hands of the engineers. They are the one who understand the machines, mm -hmm. but we need to be able to break down our knowledge so we can com properly communicate with the engineers in their keywords. So that's mm -hmm. why I say that from an education point of view, I don't know if we are educating the youth, our youth, and I don't know if we are actually adapting as we should be adapting because we don't have to learn how to program. That's mm -hmm. not really necessary, mm -hmm. but what it's necessary is to have you know, critical thinking 
-hmm. and say, right, I know all this. Yes, of course, I know. I've been studying it for 15 years or for 20 years or for whatever. How do I break it down so someone else can understand it? What's the keywords that they use? You know, how can I properly communicate with them so they can then put that information in a computer? And how do, how, how am I able to control that computer and to check whether if he's doing it right or wrong? The engineer is just the one inputting the information, but you need to be able to explain that to the engineer so the engineer can do their jobs properly and create the technology. There you go. I mean, as you were saying, you know, at the beginning that. You know, working in hospitality business taught you so many different kinds of things, you know, in interaction with a human being, what yeah. about, you know, complaints and everything. I mean, just on a regular basis, you do that. So you're the one or let's say people from from the sphere like you are, they're the ones who are going to be, you know, explaining or or sharing this kind of knowledge. Yeah. Because otherwise, how are you going to train that chat box or whatever, you know, to deal yeah. with a human being? Yeah, just check the revenue management system, the example that I put before. I mean, who were, who I mean, the ones that really created that, they were the revenue managers. Mm -hmm. They translated that to an engineer, and then the engineer created the system. And there's machine learning in that. I mean, the system now, the, the different systems, they, they are now learning how to make it even better. Mm -hmm. So now the systems are teaching us as well. So it's a collaboration between technology and human, you know, to reach, you know, the perfection, which yeah. that's never going to happen. We're never going to be perfect, but, you know, that's our goal, at least to be as perfect as we can or to reach excellence. Exactly. So we teach an engineer. So the engineer creates something for us so we can work with it. Mm -hmm. And now the system is helping us doing our, you know, do our job and at the same time teaching us new strategies and different ways of implementing strategies so we can, you know, have a better return on investment on our property. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. And, you know, the, the thing that you were saying, I think that you've mentioned that even a few times I've heard in, your, in, in, in uh, our discussion, the critical thinking, kind of the importance of critical thinking uh, among yeah. people and such. Well, what's your stance upon it? Like, do you think that we lack it? I mean, is it something should we work I think. On? I think we, we need to work a little bit on it more. <laughs> you have become lazy. And, and I, you think we're lazy. I'm, I, even I'm lazy. <laughs> you know, I'm lazy as well. I mean, it's not, I'm criticizing myself as well here. Uh, but yeah, I think we are just used to, when we go to a university, for example, they give us some information. We just learn that information, pass the exam, and then forget it. Yeah, go on. And that doesn't work anymore. We, we need to be able to really think like, you know, and the, not only the students, also the teachers as well. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to be able to, to say, all right, I'm, I'm giving you this information, but now give me your feedback. What do you think about it? Just really think about it. Just think out of the box. I'm just giving you the information, something that we know from generations back, but you need to apply it nowadays. You know, so now it's your turn to think. Now, now that you have this information, you are the expert. Really think about it. You know, that's what I say. That, that, that's what I call critical thinking. You mm -hmm. think outside the box. You have that information. What are you going to do with it now? Yeah. Yeah. Just know it. Do that. Exactly. Yeah. Then just knowing it is not enough. It's Isn't it? Yeah. Just the, the, that. And I think that the, the knowledge that we gain, of course, it's necessary. We have to know, you know, about the things that happened, you know, and are like 
you know, that happened maybe before. But I think that in order for us to start <laughs> to initiate that engine of critical thinking, you know, first of all, we have to question many things, I guess, you know, for ourselves. Yes. Why does it work? Why does it work? How does it work? You know, why am I here? Something like that. Just basically, you know, start asking questions. Yeah. This is how and I And that's think. hard. It's hard. hard. I mean, <laughs> we, are, we are trying to ask, you, you think about it. I mean, I, I'm, every time that I think about it, I just laugh. We are asking a machine, what's the meaning of being a human? But well, we didn't ask ourselves that question. We were, I mean, we asked ourselves that question, but we were not able to answer it. And now we are trying to ask a machine, what's the meaning of life? What? We didn't even put that information within the machine. I mean, a machine works because you input information in it, and then the machine works with that information. If you don't know the answer, how can you yeah. ask a machine? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, but I mean, if if you trust, uh, uh, you know, if people trust their health, you know, to Google and 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 ask, you know, how what's wrong with me, you know, and you answer what's wrong with yours, and then you expect that Google is going to identify that you're, you know, what's you're, wrong you're, with you? Like, like what's wrong? With I don't you? know. Give me more information, and perhaps I can tell you what's wrong with you. But just simply asking what's wrong with me, yeah. it's not going to work. No, exactly. Yeah. exactly. But that's but that, the that's fun. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it, it at the but I think you know that it's fun up until a certain level because, again, it coming back to this whole point, you know, that you're mentioning the the, the importance of communication, you know, like interaction and of course yeah. this critical uh, thinking and and when we think about the future itself i think that even now even now sometimes and i catch it myself i think that i'm you know i i'm not as dependent on technology as i think but sometimes you really catch yourself thinking that interaction with the technology in any way you feel that you're kind of you know expecting them to know more than you than you do you know that that yeah. is going to answer is going to help you is going to do something that you can't and then you catch yourself thinking but again, it's 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 not the human being I'm interacting. Like, why why do I expect yeah. that machine to know more or to know better or something like that? So yeah. I think that that's the point where we have to, we cannot forget that at the end of the day, it's us who create it. It's us yes. who adapt it, who develop it, and things like that. Exactly. Because if we become lazy, what you know we said that if we become too lazy and dependent, I think that that's it. And then the that chat box become outsmarts us. You know. Very yes. <laughs> I mean the thing is. You know, it's like when you go to Google, it's like, I have a headache. What's wrong with me? And and it's like, what Google is going to tell you is go to a doctor. Like, I can give you thousands of answers because a lot of people tell me that, you know, they have headaches, so I can input that information in my system sure. and then I process it and I can give you a lot of answers. But you should go to a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it, it, you cannot be, you cannot be lazy. Like you, you create the technology for the technology to help you. So you better start, you know, adapting and having critical thinking. And if you're an expert in a field, I'm not telling the, I'm not telling you that you have to learn how to program, but you really need to start thinking about your knowledge mm -hmm. and how it can be applied in the future. Because, you know, manual labor, we're probably going to lose that or mm -hmm. most of the jobs that are manual labor you know, they're probably going to be lost. Mm -hmm. But we are going to create a huge amount of jobs thanks to technology. And it's not only programmers. It's not only engineers. Like, every single field will have new jobs because you yourselves are going to be the one creating the Create. need. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want to lose your job, create a need. <laughs> you know, start thinking, how can you apply what you know to technology so it can create more jobs.
progress. How do you see this this whole, I mean, working in the field that you're now have been working for some time, you know, and, and being in kind of a specialist in that, how do you see that future in hospitality business? Like, I don't know, five, 10 years, whatever. What do you see what's going to happen? Like, what's your prognosis in this case? That's a question that in every single conference that I go to, they ask the same and nobody has really the answer. Um, I think some properties, some hotels, some experiences are going to be virtual. So mm -hmm. I think we are going to be able in the future to create a virtual tourism mm. industry, mm -hmm. you know, with the metaverse and all that. We're, oh, for sure, 100% we're going to find the way of taking advantage of the metaverse, the tourism industry, for sure. Um, so that's one thing that, you know, it could potentially happen. Then obviously we're going to have some properties and some hotels that they are going to start implementing self-check-in and more, you know, automation. But then there are going to be some other properties that are going to still be working the way that we've been always work because not everybody demands the same, you know, Obviously, depending on the generation, you know, different generations demand different things. But I think even, even if we, we are speaking 100 years from now, mm. we are always going to need, as humans, we are always going to need a human interaction. We are going to need to travel. We are going to need to, we are not going to lose that. So I think there are different levels. But one thing that I'm really paying attention to, and I'm reading as much as I can, is about the metaverse. I'm reading a lot about it because right now I don't find a way of using it. Okay. I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't think I'm, mm -hmm. I don't think I'm ready for that technology. But it happens. You know, do you remember years back when, when Google launched the Google Glasses? Yes. That you can put up and nobody yes. bought them because they're mm -hmm. like, what's this? What's this for? I don't exactly. need it. Yeah, I remember. Give that. me those. Give me those glasses now. I would love it. I would love to go with those glasses and just do this and then take a picture. You know what I mean? I would love that now. When 10 years ago, I'm like, I don't need that for anything. Like, is this happening the same with the metaverse? Right now, I'm like, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure how I'm going to use it. But probably in five, 10 years, I'm going to be like, oh my God, this is great. Yes, <laughs> for <let's> whatever. <laughs> yes, for whatever that I don't know right now. But we're going to find the use to it, that's for sure. And I, and probably, as I said, we're, we're going to be able to create a digital tourism industry where you can travel, but, you know, through the metaverse. And I'm sure we're going to take advantage of that. How exactly right now? I don't know. I yeah. have no idea right now. But in 10 years, we can have this conversation again. And I'll be like, mm -hmm. do you remember when we spoke 10 years remember ago? Remember when we spoke about metaverse, not knowing what, what is that all about? Yeah. <laughs> I think I know now. So I, I think even humans, we are not ready for our own technology sometimes. Mm -hmm. you know, I, that's, that's fine. Yeah. I think that that's, that's, that's how, you know, we evolve and this is how we develop as well. You know, yeah, ready, exactly. being afraid and questioning it at the beginning. I think that that's, that's what we should do. You can't just dive in saying, wow, exciting. Let's do it tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I mean, <laughs> I think I, I read, I read somewhere that Apple, they have their iPads ready like years before they mm -hmm. launched it. And they didn't launch it because the humanity wasn't ready for it. Wasn't ready you know? for it. Yeah, I don't remember where I read that, but I read that. So, you know, I'm pretty sure that in different fields, I mean, we are speaking about hospitality because I'm, you know, that, that's my expertise. But in different fields, I'm pretty sure that, you know, there's technology there that 
we are just not ready to start using it yet, you know. And I think that, you know, when you were talking about now, you know, the, 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 what happened, you know, some years ago, we're not ready and things like that. I think that for, for, for humanity as such, I think that this whole, you know, the, this uh, moving into the virtual world during the pandemics and afterwards and kind of yeah. not being able to come back from it, you know, for some time now, I think that it has changed our mindset and it has changed so many, like the, the things that we thought is impossible or not necessary or not needed in many fields now for us it's like okay let's do it because now you know there are no walls anymore yeah we can meet uh, you know zooms teams whatever so i think it's just uh sometimes and and, and i think that this huge like um this 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 very painful situation that happened yeah. it, it taught us that okay it's possible it's, it's it's everything is possible you just need the time when you're ready or when you just yeah. have to do that that's it it is possible, but at the same time, it's creating a lot of disruption. Like, mm -hmm. if you want to go to the doctor right now, you have to, you know, ask for a date via, you know, the internet. Or if you want to solve some paperwork in your city council or whatever, you still need. So there's some generation, for example, like my grandmother generation, that she's like, I don't know how to do this. I, could you help me? I need to go to the doctor. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it for you. So you know it's also creating some disruption so yeah. it's it's important the progress is important but we, we we shouldn't forget about past generations that probably that it's more difficult for them to adapt so you know moving forward is great but don't forget the base of it yeah yeah just human interaction basically because it's not going to disappear anytime it, no no that's the point in any kind of field i guess you know no, I mean, we are we are speaking, yes, we are using technology, but we are seeing each other. Well, they are listening, you know, the listeners are listening, but you and me, we are seeing each other. Mm -hmm. So even though we are communicating and they can only hear us, you and me, we can read emotional cues because we are seeing each other's faces, mm -hmm. you know. We are able to, you know, say, okay, I'm seeing you, I see your face, I see whether you like something that I said or not. Yeah, you, know, so just, you, you, easier, you don't you even need the words, you know, you need it. Yeah. yeah, the connection. You, you, you see it, yeah. And, I, and, and I'm and i telling you this because my grandmother the other day, uh, she wanted to go to the doctor. And the doctor was like, okay, I can call you, but you cannot come mm -hmm. for COVID reasons or whatever. You cannot come to the, to the appointment, but I can call you so you can tell me what's wrong with you. And my grandmother was like, how are you going to be able to tell me what's wrong with me if you are not seeing me? Mm -hmm. you know what I mean we just you know you're like yeah obviously you know the pandemic and everything help us you know with the technology and say and, and see that things are possible but at the same time we we are forgetting the base of it you know the basics it created like, a distance didn't it it created some sort of a distance between that many yes. that were very close to us now it also like making it that making us closer via zooms yeah. and stuff it also created the distance between the, the distance, things that were yeah. very very close to us before Right. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> you know, situation is weird right now. Yeah, but you know, it it just shows that it's it's. I mean, even you know, I when listening to out, you know, at the beginning when I when I raised this question, so what's you know their hospitality and technology like? How how do they are how are they combined? And I think that listening to you and even for our listeners, it's, it has become much clearer that you know it's. Again, we return to the same thing. Yes, you can put technology into hospitality. It's fine. It's progress. We have to move forward. We have to find out the ways to make our lives more efficient, yeah. you know, and, and easier in a way. 
But yeah. at the end of the day, like we learn now from all the pandemic situation, we cannot make like it. We cannot just simply let us control us too much because at the end yeah. of the day, it just consumes then our yeah. identity as a human being. And, and that's exactly that's the worst. Thing. And, and, and right now we are creating technology that it's like, uh, well, there are different types of like artificial intelligence. So we have the reactive machines. Then we have the like the limited memory machines, mm -hmm. which is machine learning. So that's the revenue management system, for example, like I give you information, but at the same time you're learning from experience and then you're telling me how to work. Then we have the theory of mind, which is more like, you know, Siri and Alexa, mm -hmm. kind of like that, but they, okay. they cannot read them emotional cues, mm -hmm. which is the problem that we spoke before, you know, the chat box and everything. They are like, theory of mind more or less and I'm air quoting this because it's a little mm -hmm. bit like we are there but then we are trying to create you know the the self-aware machines <laughs> right now yeah. and, and and that's where you know aware machines yeah it's like self-aware machines oh my god we didn't we didn't nail the theory of mind we are not able to nail the chat box or the series or the alexas but we are trying to create self-aware machines now but how do we do that and how so not everything is in the hands of the engineers, you know. Yeah, we, we need just philosophy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we just prove that. that. No, yeah. Yeah, we have just. They understand. That. They understand machine language, and that's great. They need really experts. They need philosophers. You need communication experts. They need different kind of, you know, of, of people of experts in different fields to be able to create something that really works for the majority of us. You know, for sure. Biz culture this is the podcast about the meaning of concepts in business i mean uh you know uh, we've covered a lot of points today and usually when when we have this uh, conversation with our with the with our guests we always have this sort of a game it's not a game it's just kind of you know like to, to round up our discussion and to put the, yeah. the keywords into place so i'm going to give you three uh keywords that i thought that we've covered today more or less mm -hmm. and i want to just simply um once i give you that keyword just Tell me what, like, what comes immediately into your mind without like too much thinking, right? Okay. Okay. I'll try. I'll try. Okay. You'll do fine. I mean, this it's, it's a fun game. So the first one that, that, I mean, we have to use a chat box. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> the mutual feeling there. I All mean, right. Chat box. Yeah. I hate it. I, I don't know. I mean, I, please give me a human to stop, to, to speak with. <laughs> Exchange. <laughs> like, with yeah. Get me to the manager. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. All right. Artificial intelligence. Amazing. I, I would say that amazing. I mean, I think people, when, when we speak about artificial intelligence, they just think that there's just one type of artificial intelligence. And there are different types of artificial intelligence and nobody knows what the future holds for that. Yeah. So I think it's amazing. I, I think it's a great field to explore. And I think it's going to require, you know, many of us to be able to nail that. Um, mm -hmm. Again, it takes love a it. Mm -hmm. it takes village, yeah. And the last one, uh, human being. Give me more of that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the human being as such? What is it for you? I think 
it's a little bit polarized nowadays. You know, human beings, we all consider ourselves human beings, but at the uh, human beings, but at the end of the day, <coughs> sorry, we need to be able to relearn how to properly speak with each other. Mm-hmm. I think we're probably driving ourselves farther away from each other. And we need each other to, you know, make progress. And I think that that's something probably that technology created that problem, <laughs> you know, the polarization, polarization. I don't know if I'm saying that word correctly. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a fine. Uh, of the uh, society. Mm-hmm. So I think as a human being, we need to be able to understand each other more and we need to be able to come, go back to the basics and, you know, treat each other properly and, and try to understand each other. I think that that's, you know, that's, um, that's something that, that we know, I guess, what you just yeah. said, we know it, we feel it within our hearts, but we just forget it very commonly. Yeah. And we get into the mode of routine of work of whatever technologies, and we just forget the bad basic. And I think that that was a super powerful message. Yeah, you know, just kind of remembering that, in order to make um, technologies, or how to learn how to communicate with technologies and program them and whatever. I think that at the end of the day, the first thing that we really have to remind ourselves is how to communicate between each other. Just, you know, yes. kind of like first let's talk together and then work on, on how to train that chat box or something. That's, yeah. that's basic. We cannot create technology if we are not able to communicate with each other properly. Mm-hmm. Because we are not sending, you know, the correct message to the person that needs to be able to create that technology. So unless we learn how to properly communicate with each other, forget about technology not gonna happen or and if it happens it's not gonna work properly or the way yeah. that we want that technology to work for us Carolina it was a pleasure I mean uh it was you know we just have communicated for like 40 minutes or something but again we've covered a lot of a lot of really I guess painful and uh, things that we think as I said you know we think about it we know it kind of but we never perhaps we forget how to articulate it you know and, yeah. and maybe afraid sometimes even afraid to talk about that because like what would somebody yeah whatever it's just a very polarizing topic as well exactly we probably open a can of worms that's very good i think that that's a very good you know kind of worms for for food for thought for our listeners as well i guess yeah yeah for sure that was amazing thank you so much for joining us today Thank you. And I hope that this is not our last talk uh, in how many years, five, 10 years, we're going to meet and talk about metaverse or something like yes. that <laughs> and see where we are. Let's, at that see, let's see where we are. Yeah. Yes. Let's see. Let's recap. Maybe, maybe we meet at the metaverse. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You never know. You never know. You never know. Thank, Thank you. you very much for inviting Thank me. Thank you so much. Thank I you. I have a blast. Thank you. Me too. Thank you. This culture. This is the podcast about the meaning of concepts in business.